0: I feel like this is like a really trendy topic right now. Toast is toast is having a moment.
1: Yeah, for, for a few minutes there, everyone was talking about the $4 toast,
0: right? Yeah, and I, I feel like some people are still talking about the $4 toast. I think the main place I think of as being the home of the $4 toast is the mill in San Francisco. Yes. But this is also happening, I understand, from the most recent episode, I mean, issue of Bon Appetit at a place called Squirrel in LA. People are lining up for toast, did you listen to? I I want to say it was Radiolab,
1: uh, either Radiolab or this American Life piece about uh, the origin of the four dollar toast. Um, no, and how it started out as as treatment for this woman's um, schizophrenia type affliction. Um, what? It's, it's what? a fascinating story which we will link to. I don't want to try and retell it because I will get it so wrong.
0: I, it must be this American Life because yeah. I think I'm all cut up.
1: Okay. caught up on Lab. Um, all right, then uh, we will we will post to that uh, this American Life segment um, about uh, toast as therapy.
0: Okay, well let's let us we will get back to the four yeah, dollar yeah, yeah. toast. I'm so, sure that we're going to have some strong opinions, but, but, but you can see why toast
1: would be therapy because it is one of the most comforting foods out there.
0: Absolutely, and it is one of the things that you know is even. Prescribed by doctors when you're having a stomach ailment, the the brat diet. Oh yeah, bananas, yeah. rice, applesauce, toast.
1: Yes. Um. <laughs> wow. I uh, I've forgotten all about that. But yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, do they actually write you out a prescription like, <laughs> on the pad? You have to read really it. Like, does that
0: say? Tr- and then you go Trotsky? to the, you go to the pharmacy, and they give you everything you need.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they give you a toaster, uh-huh. uh, and uh, yeah, and one slice of bread, and if you want more you have to like put in a special request.
0: Yeah, but your insurance won't let you have any more toast for like 30 days. Right. And it's, it's actually <laughs> a Schedule B
1: controlled substance. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So uh, so uh, let's talk memories as we often do. What Do you have childhood memories of toast?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Usually, I want to say usually peanut butter on top and usually like your basic Wonder Bread. I think we always bought Franz Bread, which was the local, and I still buy Franz Bread, um, although not usually the white bread. But yeah, it was like you know, the spongy white bread that you can squish into a ball and uh, toasted with peanut butter. I never liked butter as a kid.
0: And did you guys have a, like a, a an upright slot toaster or a toaster oven? That is a good question. I,
1: I think we mostly had a toaster oven. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I like the idea of the toaster oven and I can't figure out how to make it fit into my tiny kitchen. I mean, do you have a toaster oven at home? We
0: have a toaster oven. Here's the thing. I don't think it's it's the greatest at toasting bread period however i love that you can do things like make a toasted cheese sandwich in it oh yeah or even even just cheese toast like i think that i would be sad if i had to turn on the oven to melt cheese onto my toast do you know Um, what i mean i do know what you mean on the
1: other hand i hate slot toasters so much because they never work
0: (laughs) No, uh, no, no. I'm I'm saying that I'm saying that this is why I like my toaster. Oven, oh yeah, yeah. Because I can make cheese toast.
1: Right. No, but you were, but you're saying it's not the perfect thing for making plain toast. Yes. And yes. I'm saying a slot toaster isn't either because they never heat evenly. The little dial is never consistent. I find I always have to like. Reverse the toast halfway through to get it to toast evenly. Uh, apparently, I have some like toast uh, OCD issues. Well,
0: you know, I think that, that we what you're saying here is getting right at the 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 nut, the, the, the nub, the the toasty grain of. Shall I go on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, of, the toasty of, grain nub. Of the reason why we're going to talk about toast. And that is that I, I think that toast is a lot more complicated to do well than we really think about.
1: I thought we were going to talk about toast because it says toast on my little paper. <laughs> do you ever burn toast? yourself do you will you admit it
0: oh god yeah i mean everybody burns toast i feel like it's a rite of passage it's like puberty <laughs> um I, I i have burnt toast and i have this special thing i do with burnt toast i compost it
1: uh, <laughs> now i will take burnt toast and scrape it with a butter knife and try and scrape but off it, the burn part which is ridiculous It
0: never tastes good it's got the taint of burn <laughs>
1: It's got the taint, yes. Um, and and but you know that that taint of bird is sometimes kind of good. I mean, I know you're making like little bits of charcoal that fall back onto the toast, and you can never really get it off. Like like I can never you really can
0: never really get it off.
1: <laughs> I can never like I can never really get my hands clean after I, after I murdered that king. But but it is you know it's got kind of that smokiness. I wouldn't want to have it every day, but sometimes like I, I want to eat my shame.
0: <laughs> wow, glad we got that that on tape. Yep. Here's the thing. I think that what you really need, Matthew, is you need one of those old fashioned toast forks that you can like stab a piece of toast with and you need an open fire over which you can sort of toast your toast. You can really you can you can see how close your toast is to the flame and adjust as needed. Okay. You you can move it in three hundred and sixty degrees of movement. A- and, and it's at the end of a special Toast Fork, which now, is just going to make you feel so Victorian.
1: This this open fire you mentioned, is this something I can get on Kickstarter? Yes. <laughs> yes. We we actually do have a fireplace in my apartment. And um, the last time it was used... Um, was for Toast. Uh, of course. I uh, Someone in my family, I won't name names, did not open the flue before lighting the fire. And um, smoke spilled out into the living room and set off the smoke alarm. And we didn't die. But uh, we but haven't never- used it the fireplace fire since sense. then
0: okay well I so think thanks
1: should, a lot for bringing up I think, that memory i think
0: you should really rethink that because i think what you're saying is that you want precious toast that you've <laughs> toasted on a a, a a toasting fork.
1: precious toast by sapphire
0: <laughs> what is that
1: <laughs> you know precious based on the novel by sapphire
0: <laughs> i didn't know that sapphire wrote precious yes produced by oprah winfrey
1: yeah well, you're basically yes. I want I want toast produced by Oprah Winfrey. I want my toast to live its best life.
0: Yes, me too. Me um, too. You know uh, what? Wait, what is it? What else does she say? Other Oprah? Than yeah.
1: Besides, she says everybody gets a car. Those are the only two things she says. <laughs> oh. Live your best life. Everybody gets a car, and look, it's me on the cover of my magazine again. <laughs> those are, those are the three things Oprah says.
0: <laughs> Okay, great. So let's get right down to this. <laughs> yeah, let's get right down to
1: this like six <laughs> minutes in.
0: <laughs> okay, so should we talk a little bit about John Thorne's precious toast rant before we get into talking about like what kind of bread we use or or how dark do we toast it?
1: Yeah, it's weird that John Thorne's uh, toast rant was written by Sapphire. Um, okay, yes, let's talk about John Thorne's toast rant. So oh, oh <laughs> <you> just, <laughs> Molly just moved her, her paper to reveal a hardcover John Thorne book that was sitting under it that I had no idea was on the table. So
0: if anybody uh, is unfamiliar with John Thorne, he is a wonderful, albeit somewhat cranky, mm-hmm. food writer. And the book that, that I'm referring to here is called Pot on the Fire. I think it came out 2000. 2000. And there's a chapter here called Quintessential Toast. Well, he really goes much further into toast than I think any of us could possibly could possibly do on our own. But can I just read this part that I really love? Please. Because this man has strong opinions about toast. Okay, here's what he says. I feel like we need Radio Lab style oh, sound effects. Could yeah. you do them for me while I read? Okay. During the toasting process, the heat permeates the tiny air pockets, <laughs> <laughs> the nooks and crannies within the bread, vaporizing, <laughs> come on, whoosh, vaporizing their moisture <laughs> and crisping.
1: Uh, uh, crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs>
0: Crisping the inner surfaces that surround them, but here, this is crucial. Crucial. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> but it does not draw draw the mo- <laughs>
1: uh huh.
0: <laughs> but it does not draw the moisture out of the crumb itself. <laughs> Okay, this is what I'm getting at. No, dry toast is dry the way we want to be when we step away from the fire. <laughs> <With> the- <laughs> with the damp and chill driven out of every molecule of our being, our bodies having soaked up so much warmth that we begin to radiate it ourselves. (laughs) And the phrase for this condition, warm as toast.
1: Wow. So, wow. So,
0: so, but John Thorne is describing something really precise here where he's saying that, that the heat makes like the outer part of the toast, like crispy without making it dry. Have you ever had toast like this? Well, I I feel like he's saying it is making it dry. Well, but I, I think but what he, what he's he says saying, it doesn't draw the moisture out of the crumb itself. That hmm. that like the dampness is driven out of the crumb, but it's not dry.
1: Ah, so so not so it's no longer soggy, but uh, correct, um, but, correct. But then later he goes on to talk about and and can I just interrupt myself to say. Um, you know, I can't believe uh, Jad Abumrad won a genius grant, but putting sound effects in is so that easy. That was so easy. In fact, I think all the sounds on the show are made by Robert Krolmich. <laughs> <laughs> But later on, he talks about how um, that, that largely what he seems to be talking about is like the British toast tradition, because yes. he quotes a lot of British people talking at length about toast and the fact that the traditional English bread is very moist by, you know, by American or other European standards. Right. And that the goal of toasting that bread is to is to draw enough moisture out of the crumb to where it's no longer a soggy, piece of food.
0: I can't even picture whatever bread no. he must be talking about. Um, so basically, is this chapter just just talking to British people and the rest of us can just keep on making our toast the way we've always made it?
1: No, I don't think so, because later he talks about this method that he's developed for, for Would like. You like me to slow read about toasting. This? Please do.
0: Okay. so are, Can are I you... stop
1: doing sound effects? No, no. you have to okay, keep fine. going.
0: So let me preface this by reading a little part where he says, I was abusing the bread.
1: I've been there, buddy.
0: Make slapping sounds. Oh, oh. I was abusing the bread by treating it this way. It kept coming out of the toaster with a crisp veneer laid over a totally untoasted, steamy, moist interior. Hmm. So that's what he calls abusing bread. Now, let's see what he thinks he should be doing. He says, totally wrong. So first, I reluctantly began cutting my thick slice into two thinner ones, since this was the only way to toast the bread all through. And then, to keep the edges from burning, I learned that I had to make my toast very, very slowly. The timing lever started moving further and further to the left.
1: Mm. (laughs) Hmm. All right, let me try that again.
0: Until it finally came to rest at one. Bing! This meant that to get toast just right, I had to run it through four or five short cycles with a brief rest between each. Is all this worth it? I think it is. So, end quote. I think we need to try
1: this. I think, you know, what he's talking about, this process will not work well with like American sandwich bread because even though it seems kind of moist and squishable, it's thin and airy and dry enough to begin with that I think it works fine to just shove it into the toaster. Do
0: you know what? is in our favor, though.
1: What is in our favor? That we have
0: two different types of bread ah, to toast here today.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad you brought a massive loaf.
0: So let's talk about this. Let's talk about what kind of bread we like to toast. And then we're going to try toasting the John Thorn way and the normal way.
1: Okay, so I, my preferred type of bread to toast is an American sandwich bread with lots of seeds in it. Oh, uh, My great. current favorite is the Franz San Juan Island Natural Nine Grain Bread. You know, and it's a, a bread with a little bit of whole wheat flour and a lot of seedy bits in the crumb and on top.
0: I think that sounds delicious. My my bread that I have brought today is made by a local bakery, uh, the Columbia City Bakery. My favorite local mm-hmm. bakery. And this is their Pan de Compagne. It's a, it's a Levin bread. It's one of those ones that it's got a pretty thick crust around the outside and big air holes on the inside. It's a pretty moist bread when it's freshly baked. The one today is a couple days old, so that maybe makes it sort of ideal for toasting. Okay. I can't um, wait to try it. But anyway, it's, it's going to be really different from yours. So should we should we get to it? Should we bring the toaster over onto the table?
1: <gasps> oh, yeah. That's a great... I, I think we talked about it. We were going to do that and I forgot and now I'm excited about it all over
0: again. Great. Let's do it. Ooh! hear the heat hear the heat <clears throat> burning you up ready, ready or not. not uh some like it huh. do, 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 do,
1: do you think do, if we do, asked do, do, um do, do, do. the estate of robert palmer uh we could get that as our theme song
0: i think so yeah
1: do you, do you think we could get it like for free
0: yeah, for okay. sure. For sure. Because we love Robert Palmer so much. And, you know, we will constantly sing his praises as we feel the heat. Yes. yes. So okay. So while this is toasting, because this is going to take a while, let's talk about how dark you generally like yours toasted.
1: I feel like I like mine pretty dark, maybe like so some people like it just on the verge of burnt. I feel like I like mine one notch back from that. So a good dark brown.
0: I like mine golden. Okay. You know, I think that toast is one of those uh, things that, well, like many foods, is heavily imbued with nostalgia in that if you grew up with, like, a mom who couldn't cook or a mom who couldn't even toast bread and... (laughs) <laughs> Whoa. All right. Cycle one. Okay. Over. Hold on. We're supposed to let it rest for just a second? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Now, if you were one of those people who grew up with a mom who couldn't even, you know, toast a proverbial slice of bread, who yes. couldn't even proverbially slice a toast of bread, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I have found that sometimes those people grow up to like burnt toast. Because what? It, it tastes like, you know, oh. tastes like home like mother's milk to them.
1: Okay. I, I <laughs> I'm guess so full of I guess I can see that.
0: Like like my father-in-law, Bill Pettit, his mom apparently always burnt toast, I guess, and so he actually, you know, if 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 there's like a burnt pancake in the batch of pancakes that we're eating, like he wants the burnt one. If there's if if we overtoast some bread, he'll eat it. Wow. Let's I, let it
1: sit for a minute. Okay. I'm I'm turning the bread around I, I, in the slots
0: i feel i fear that yours may burn in this next cycle um we can stop it early it's fine okay well, no.
1: we have total toast control here we do Should my we go? yeah go for it my toaster has a button like you cannot pull up on the lever without breaking it during a cycle the you have to hit the button. cancel button which i kind of like i like I,
0: that too i mean
1: you just kind of touch this button and pachong. Yeah. All right. So, um yeah, I I have toast pretty often in the morning and I uh, so, so what do you put on your toast?
0: Oh, I don't have toast very often in the morning and whenever I do have it, I feel like I should have butter and jam, but inevitably I kind of wind up just wishing it were only butter.
1: Um yeah, I think butter is butter, great. I think butter with a just... sprinkle of coarse salt is great, oh, yeah. but I still love peanut butter.
0: Peanut butter. Well, I think we've talked about the the wonder that is warm <laughs> peanut butter yeah I think your piece of toast may be ready Matthew I think it is now here's the thing John Thorne I think would want us to try this toast dry yeah and I think we like, should no butter yeah should we do this I think we should okay let's look at my piece of toast
1: I think it's not there yet Next. I think we should be letting it rest longer between cycles
0: okay oh oh mm.
1: It's good yeah. but I mean like I said about this kind of American sandwich bread I don't think it's really any different from having toasted it any other way
0: we'll find out in just a minute this bread clearly has a little bit of sweetener in it mm-hmm. so it is delicious just as dry toast you know what would be even better with that toast what like a over easy egg with the yolk broken <laughs> you're, and you're some saying sal- ovaries <laughs> ovaries would be delicious <laughs> on that bread I would love to sop up some eggs egg yolk that's lightly salted with that kind of lightly sweet bread
1: uh yeah i'm with you i love using bread to scrape up egg
0: well my more my piece of toast well but here's the thing this part of it is starting to burn
1: yeah it gets uh i mean this is this is an issue that i always have with rust toasting rustic bread is it always gets more toasted at the edges it toasts more quickly at the edges than in the middle, so it's hard to get the middle toasted without burning the edges.
0: Can we talk really quickly though about toast racks? So when when I have a piece of toast that comes freshly out of the toaster, I instinctively want to kind of prop it up against something for a minute while it's piping hot because I don't want to lay it down on the cutting board and butter it and then have it steam.
1: And thus the English toast rack. Yeah, I think I just figured out something incredible. Okay, um, I think I think my I think I'm gonna get a Nobel Prize for this, and you were here. Stonehenge I think it was oh! it was a, 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 a like prototypical giant toast rack of the gods. <laughs> like the gods, which, who were very large, would, would toast these enormous pieces of bread and then put them between the Stonehenge monoliths.
0: Yes, but what about the the lintels that lay on top? Did you know that that's what they're called? I didn't know that. I just read an article in the New Yorker on Stonehenge a few days ago. What are the upright parts called? I think Saracens.
1: Okay. Okay, what are the lintels oh, for?
0: Or Sarsens? Uh, I, I may be confusing them with Matt Saracen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, I don't like this toast. <laughs> clear eyes, full toasters. This gets to something that we probably should have talked about by now. This needs to be buttered. That... I don't, I don't really like rustic bread put in a toaster. You know, it comes out a little too crispy and a little too salty. You know, I can see why someone might be into it. But like for me, I would rather have this um, buttered and cooked in a pan or under a broiler, like for, for mm. uh, crostini
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, or just plain, mm-hmm. not toasted.
0: Yeah, not toasted. Just spread with butter, dipped in olive oil with a little bit of salt, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh, spread with butter and dipped in olive oil with a little bit of salt.
1: Interesting. The
0: old Boat Street Cafe way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh,
1: there's so much chewing on this episode. Oh my
0: gosh, there's so much chewing. Well, thanks. I feel like we
1: <laughs> thanks to Jad Albumrod and I've, his Pro Tools.
0: I feel like we've almost covered it. You know, we were going to talk about cinnamon toast, but I think we should save that for another episode. Do a whole cinnamon toast yeah, episode. I think we can I'm, do an entire totally cinnamon toast episode.
1: Yeah. All right. So, uh, anything... Wait, did
0: we want to toast any more bre- Do you want to toast a piece of yours at the usual setting? Yeah, let's do it. Three and a half?
1: Yeah, like three and a half, I think.
0: Okay, I'm ready. See, another thing about
1: the slot toaster is, uh, when you only put one piece of bread in it, it still, uh, heats up on both sides. I feel like that's a little wasteful.
0: We are so concerned about the earth here in Seattle.
1: Yes. Hey, I mean, especially on this show.
0: On this show. Oh my gosh. We are true custodians of the earth. Hey, do you think we need to talk any more about what we put on toast? Like, do you ever do honey on toast? Do you do? Uh,
1: I think I think every week we say, what do you think of honey? And I say, (laughs) uh, not that into it, even on the honey episode.
0: Good. Okay. (laughs) terrific. Um,
1: Let's see. What do I what else do I like? on toast? Actually, you know what? I do kind of like honey on toast because I can put honey and peanut butter on toast. And it reminds me of the peanut butter and honey sandwiches that I used to get in my lunch when I was a kid.
0: What about sliced banana?
1: Sliced banana, I would I, I would like better on French toast. Um, fascinating.
0: fascinating. Is it fascinating? This, this is fascinating. So here's where I would go with that. Where would, would you go with that? I would do just peanut butter and then sliced banana, no honey. Oh,
1: good work, Alvis. Yeah.
0: Great. <laughs> I think we have just covered everything in toast in this episode.
1: So um, while we're waiting for this toast to pop up, let me tell you that uh, you can find uh, a... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I oh, guess we don't have any
1: more time. You can find us. Yeah, ding, that was it. We're out of time. Uh, at com, where, um, oh, I'm going to take a picture of this half-eaten toast. <laughs> Uh, where uh, you can uh, find our recipe for toast. I don't think so. uh -uh. Um, And uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast and tell us about how you like your toast. How do you like it toasted? And uh, what else can people do to us?
0: Oh, well, they can go leave us great reviews on iTunes. They
1: can. Mm -hmm. And until next time, I just know this is going to pop up right in the middle of this. (laughs) Uh, Until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Uh, the show that uh, sticks it in the slot.
0: <laughs> yes! I'm Molly Weisenberg.
1: And I'm Matthew Amsterburton. Okay, let me start over. What was it like when you were out on book tour?
0: <laughs> I am an amazingly accomplished author.
1: Delanky, No way. <laughs>